0: April nineteenth, We turn our attention now to the New Testament, and today we'll be reading in Luke chapter 19, verses 28 through 48. That's Luke chapter 19, verses 28 through 48. Now, this is uh, what is known as the triumphal entry, but uh, there were mixed emotions going on as the Lord approaches the city. This is the day of visitation. What a tragedy that the Jewish nation did not even know their own king When he came to them, but when he comes again, will he really find faith on the earth? Our Lord wept, for he saw the terrible judgment that was coming to the city and the people. But what is God looking for? Well, he's seeking the lost. He is seeking worshipers. And he wants fruit, real spiritual fruit in our lives. The fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, meekness, gentleness, temperance, self-control. And He wants faithful servants. Has He found you? Do you belong to Him fully and completely? Well, with that, let's hear what the Word of God has to say as we read today from the New Testament. April 19th, Luke chapter 19, verses 28 through 48. After telling this story, Jesus went on toward Jerusalem, walking ahead of His disciples As they came to the towns of Bethphage and Bethany, on the Mount of Olives, he sent two disciples ahead. Go into that village over there, he told them, and as you enter it, you will see a colt tied there that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks what you are doing, just say, The Lord needs it. So they went and found the colt, just as Jesus had said. And sure enough, as they were untying it, the owners asked them, "'Why are you untying our colt?' And the disciples simply replied, "'The Lord needs it.' So they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their garments over it for him to ride on. Then the crowd spread out their coats on the road ahead of Jesus. As they reached the place where the road started down from the Mount of Olives, all of his followers began to shout and sing as they walked along, praising God for all the wonderful miracles they had seen. "'Bless the King, who comes in the name of the Lord!' PEACE IN HEAVEN, AND GLORY IN HIGHEST HEAVEN. BUT SOME OF THE PHARISEES AMONG THE CROWD SAID, TEACHER, REBUKE your FOLLOWERS FOR SAYING THINGS LIKE THAT. HE REPLIED, IF THEY KEEP QUIET, THE STONES ALONG THE ROAD WOULD BURST INTO CHEERS. BUT AS THEY CAME CLOSER TO JERUSALEM AND JESUS SAW THE CITY AHEAD, HE BEGAN TO CRY, I WISH THAT EVEN TODAY YOU WOULD FIND THE WAY OF PEACE, BUT NOW IT IS TOO LATE and peace is hidden from you. Before long, your enemies will build ramparts against your walls and encircle you and close in on you. They will crush you to the ground and your children with you. Your enemies will not leave a single stone in place because you have rejected the opportunity God offered you. Then Jesus entered the temple and began to drive out the merchants from their stalls. He told them, The Scriptures declare, My temple will be a place of prayer, but you have turned it into a den of thieves. After that, he taught daily in the temple, but the leading priests, the teachers of religious law, and the other leaders of the people began planning how to kill him. But they could think of nothing, because all the people hung on every word he said.
1: Imagine if you got what you want every time. No struggle, no hard work, no challenges. No hard work required. Some of you are saying that would be great. You would be weak. And then when something hard comes up in your life, you wouldn't know how to handle it because you have never gone through anything that strengthens you. You cannot grow without struggle. You cannot develop strength without resistance, without challenging yourself, without struggle. Pain is your friend, maybe not in the moment, but for the evolution of your soul, for the long-term benefit of you as a stronger human being, pain is your friend. If you didn't have failures, if you didn't have struggles, if you didn't have disappointment, you could have no strength, no courage, no compassion. How could you? Those qualities are made from your pain and struggle. You are given pain because you are strong enough to handle it. You are given this life because you are strong enough to live it. Because you are strong enough to drive through it. To thrive through it. To inspire others through it. They will look to you and say, he did it. She did it. I have the strength to do it too. You are stronger than you think. You'll survive all your challenges to this point And you will survive whatever is coming But next time A struggle comes I don't want you to curse the skies Know that it was sent for a reason And a lesson It might be to make you stronger It might be to teach you patience It might be for you to show others Your spirit There is a reason So don't you give up You have a purpose in this world And you will only find it if you keep going and keep growing your struggle is a part of your story your struggle made you the person you are today your struggle is your life your struggle is your gift see many people look at struggle Like it's a bad thing Your struggle Will be the gift That the world falls in love with Nobody wants to hear the story Of the man That was given everything People want to hear the stories Of men and women That endured pain And turned their struggles Into a gift Do you want people just to feel sorry for you? Or you want people to look up to you? Do you want to be a legend? Because legends are born in the belly of struggle. Fear is only a fictional movie. But reality is a struggle. Reality is the struggle. So take the struggle and change your reality. Because the whole time you were thinking that your struggle was holding you back. It was really giving you the tools to become one of the greatest. No more second guessing. No more blaming others for the problems you have in your life. It's a new day. This is my one way ticket to my dreams. Your struggle is your gift.
0: Today we're reading in Psalm 88, verses 1 through 18. Now this is uh, one of the few Psalms that does not end on a note of glorious victory. When uh, Haman wrote it, he was suffering greatly, and God had not given him any relief. But he kept on praying anyway, kept on trusting God. Next time you want to say, nobody knows how I feel, well, take time to read this psalm, Psalm 88. How did Haman feel? Well, like a dead man buried in a dark pit, like a drowning man sinking under cold waves and billows. He felt pretty bad. He felt like a defiled man watching everybody run away and leave him alone. Even his friends deserted him. Most of all, he felt like a doomed man whom God had completely forsaken. But uh, Haman did not give up. He hung in there. Instead, he looked by faith to God, the God of wonders, the God of loving kindness, the God of faithfulness. He cried out to God and told Him just how He felt. He wasn't uh, putting on any religious or spiritual-sounding pretense. He told God exactly how He felt. He was honest with God. Now, your feelings may change, but God never changes. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. You can trust him, even in the dark, even when you seem to be drowning. When you feel most alone, you can trust him. God knows how you feel. He felt that way himself. Remember on the cross when he cried out, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? He is not distant from us. He knows how we feel when we suffer, when we feel alone. And he's working out his purposes for you. The final verses of your psalm here have not been written yet, but God knows what they are. So wait for him. Wait on the Lord. He's worth waiting for. Psalm 88, verses 1 through 18. For the choir director. A psalm of the descendants of Korah. To be sung to the tune The Suffering of Affliction. A psalm of Heman. The Ezrahite. A song. O Lord, God of my salvation. I have cried out to you day and night. Now hear my prayer, listen to my cry, for my life is full of troubles, and death draws near. I have been dismissed as one who is dead, like a strong man with no strength left. They have abandoned me to death, for I am as good as dead. I am forgotten, cut off from your care. You have thrust me down to the lowest pit, into the darkest depths. Your anger lies heavy on me, Wave after wave engulfs me. You have caused my friends to loathe me. You have sent them all away. I am a trap with no way of escape. My eyes are blinded by my tears. Each day I beg for your help, O Lord. I lift my pleading hands to you for mercy. Of what use to the dead are your miracles? Do the dead get up and praise you? Can those in the grave... Declare your unfailing love? In the place of destruction, can they proclaim your faithfulness? Can the darkness speak of your miracles? Can anyone in the land of forgetfulness talk about your righteousness? O oh Lord, I cry out to you. I will keep on pleading day by day. O oh Lord, why do you reject me? Why do you turn your face away from me? I have been sickly and close to death since my youth. I stand helpless and desperate before your terrors. Your fierce anger has overwhelmed me. Your terrors have cut me off. They swirl around me like floodwaters all day long. They have encircled me completely. You have taken away my companions and loved ones. Only darkness remains. Proverbs chapter 13, verses 12 through 14. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when dreams come true, there is life and joy. People who despise advice will find themselves in trouble. Those who respect it will succeed. The advice of the wise is like a life-giving fountain. Those who accept it avoid the snares of death.